0: Hello and welcome back to The Social Disease. I'm Jasper. (laughs) And I'm Bridget. And today is actually a very, very special episode for us because it is the 50th main episode of the podcast.
1: What? No way. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, like the last episode was episode 49. So logically, the next one is episode 50.
1: Look at us go. That's a lot we, of episodes.
0: Yeah, we of course have actually more than that because we have like some mini episodes here and there. But in terms of like our main series, what I consider to be our main series where we just analyze like characters by the season, this is the 50th episode that we're doing that. So very exciting.
1: Wow, I'm proud of us.
0: Yes. I don't think we're gonna make it to a hundred by the time we get to the end, but
1: <laughs> hey, we'll see. Who knows?
0: We'll come up with some other things to to have main episodes about. I think so. (laughs) But to celebrate our 50th episode, we are continuing with season 13, specifically with Maya, Miles, and Zig.
1: Ooh, this weird love triangle square occasionally. It's kind of like a
0: pentagon, honestly.
1: It's just like such a mess. And... I was saying to Jasper before this that I don't feel like I remember anything like rewatching this I'm like what is like Miles has way more than I thought he did I don't know why I thought he like wasn't that big of a character this season but he was a very big character Zig too love his glow up a little bit
0: you had only seen like past like season 10 like once before this right
1: yeah which is why I like don't remember anything
0: yeah so that's probably why because again season 13 isn't terrible but it's not that great either so
1: I think that these three were very it was like well thought out when they brought Zig back I was like what like it was pretty good
0: (laughs) yes I have thoughts about Zig's disappearance and reappearance in particular we could talk about (laughs) but
1: good I'm excited
0: but yeah the whole sophomore's like that that whole group of characters in this season is like a whole clusterfuck because they're all interrelated with each other. So it was kind of tricky to like separate plots in terms of like what we're going to talk about in this episode versus our next episode where we focus a bit more on Tristan and Zoe. But I think what we're going to generally focus on are specifically Maya's relationship with both Miles and Zig, as well as the individual development that each of the three characters gets as a result of that so like for example Maya and Tristan and and Maya and Zoe have their own like individual relationships so we're gonna put those off for the next episode where we focus a bit more on Tristan and Zoe
1: yeah which definitely makes sense because Maya, Zig, and Miles alone have a lot of their own shit that they that we can talk about
0: yeah so if we if we throw in like my and Tristan and Maya and Zoe, it's just gonna be way too much to handle at once.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. Also, I was thinking while I was watching, I was like, these are sophomores, right? I was like, these are sophomores. They're like 16 or 15 going on 16, whatever. And I know we're not talking about Tristan, but I totally forgot that he had that weird sketchy affair with the teacher. I didn't realize he was like 16.
0: Yeah, it's a whole mess. <laughs>
1: yeah okay I know that we're not talking about this episode but like I just couldn't stop watching it while I was watching anyway which is why it took me so long so I was like ew but we'll Well, get there
0: yeah we'll get there next time but to start off I guess for our first kind of segment we're going to be talking about Maya and Miles so first off we need a quick little recap of before season 13 since again we kind of left the season 10 era behind for quite a while. So for Maya and Zig's freshman year, basically at the start, they're just cute little freshmen. Maya has a crush on Zig, but then he gets back together with Tori. And then Zig is like insecure about being poor at one point. So there's a whole episode about that. What else happens? Maya gets together with Campbell, little baby Cam, very cute first relationship that they got there, but Cam has anxiety and depression. So that is an issue. What else? Zig starts developing feelings for Maya, which causes Zig to cheat on Tori with Maya while Maya's on a break with Cam. That's a whole mess there. And then unfortunately Campbell ends up committing suicide. And that kind of changes the trajectory of Maya and Zig's whole character arc. Maya kind of goes off the rails for a little bit, but once she kind of like, feels her feelings about it. She starts getting on the path to healing. Zig feels a bit guilty about the whole situation because he was pursuing Maya while she was with Campbell. And he kind of talks through that guilt as well. And at the end of season 12, for them, Zig and Maya kind of have a cute moment where Zig says that like, he'll wait for Maya to like get through all of her issues. And so it's the very beginning of the summer and Maya is excited to go on a Paris trip with Tristan. Tristan says that Maya is his new best friend since Tori has moved away and so they seem like they're on the road to being BFFs until Zoe Rivas who is a West Drive star shows up and Tristan ends up ditching Maya for Zoe at a concert. <laughs> Maya tries to get into the concert and she runs into Miles who is new bad boy in town rich kid and basically a ton of shenanigans happen. Maya gets in trouble with her mom for getting in late. Um, I think they also had a run-in with the cops. She has like a fight with her mom because her mom doesn't want her to go to Paris anymore. So she like runs off to Miles because he's basically the only person who has been nice to her recently. But then she soon finds out that Miles kind of has a very toxic relationship with his father who is running for mayor. And so once Maya realizes that Miles is kind of self-destructive, it reminds her of Cam. And so she goes home, apologizes to her mom, who allows her to go to Paris. And it ends up that Miles, Winston, and Zoe will be going to Paris as well. That whole group of characters heads off to Paris and Miles and Zoe end up getting together after Tristan kisses Miles. And that's something for next episode. But Miles and Zoe end up making out all around like the little Paris dormitory or whatever it is. And Maya has burgeoning feelings for Miles so she is very jealous and she pours water over their heads but it ends up being the teacher and so she and Tristan get detention for doing this when Miles like shows up to gloat about like oh you're so into me blah blah blah, Maya is like defending Tristan saying that Miles is being a dick by parading around Zoe making out with her when he knows that Tristan likes him and this causes Tristan to get pissed at Maya Tristan runs away, and Maya like spends a day or so like frantically trying to find him, and she ultimately is able to find him with Miles' help. And this kind of warms Maya up to Miles. Um, they actually kind of become friends after this, rather than like the kind of frenemy ship I guess that they previously had. So basically, the whole summer passes. It's the end of the Paris trip, and there's like a end of summer dinner happening. Maya wants to impress Miles since she's now admitting that she has a crush on him. And Tristan convinces Maya to have a fashion emergency and buy a fancy dress. When she shows up with the fancy dress, Zoe is very jealous when Miles is impressed by her dress and Zoe pours some drinks onto Maya, which causes Miles to wake up with Zoe. And Zoe is saying like, oh, Miles is into Maya, so I hate Maya, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And that's basically how the Paris arc ends with regards to that. Like the school year is happening. Maya, Miles, and Tristan are kind of like a little trio, but Zoe isn't a part of it. But Zoe kind of tries to weasel her way into the group when Maya wants to make a music video to help start her music career. And so Zoe, like, books the West Drive sets for them to like film at or whatever. And it is like a little PG-13, like Maya is like in her underwear in the video and such. Ultimately, when the video is released, somebody, wink wink Zoe, makes a face range page to post very badly photoshopped pictures of Maya onto like porn stars and strippers and stuff. So everyone at school starts to bully her, including Miles, who calls Maya a slut since he's pretty jealous that Maya was, like, making out with a guy in the video and that, like, she was stripping and such. A ton of shit happens that we'll talk about next time with, with regards to the whole Zoe thing, but ultimately Miles ends up defending Maya. He, like, turns it around and Maya ends up writing a death threat against Zoe through Song, which ultimately sends Maya to the rubber room. More on that later, but miles apologizes and he and maya get together and so that will be segment one basically the the build-up to maya and miles and like the beginning of their relationship
1: nice nicely done okay so i guess let's just talk about like maya's like introduction to miles and how she immediately was like i don't want to be with you you have a lot of issues And there's a lot of referencing to cam throughout this season which is very surprising to me because we've talked about multiple multiple times about how degrassi usually doesn't follow through with like plots or if they do have like the plot it's like three episodes and then we like never hear about their issues again like eating disorders or self-harming or like anything like that cam cam's death is something that I think really it just is carried through through Maya like the entire time she's on Degrassi and I think that is good like I think that it is necessary to be honest because it's not like it just goes away.
0: No I I completely agree basically Maya's whole character after Cam's death is basically her finding a way to live with that trauma in her day day life
1: absolutely and and you see it through like her wanting to be a people pleaser she doesn't want people to like run away because she's scared of what would like like are they going to come back like she doesn't want to make people unhappy she's pretty much living with this fear that she doesn't say out loud that if I screw this up they're going to go kill themselves and then I'm going to have to deal with this all over again which isn't said in Degrassi but it's very well hinted every time somebody goes and does something that she's like worried about
0: yes 100% like when these episodes were airing it was like a common complaint I guess with like the the fandom like chatting about the new episodes coming out that Maya didn't really talk about Cam by name right like I think the only times that they actually like explicitly refer to Cam is in like the very first episode of the season where like Tristan is talking about how Maya always has a ton of guys coming after her and like it ended in tragedy or something yeah and like maybe one other time that like they vaguely refer to him so I remember when these episodes were first airing, people were like, Why isn't Maya talking about Cam? Like, that was such a big deal. Like, it sucks that Degrassi isn't talking about him anymore. But I think having the ability to see the whole season at once really lets you see how, even though Maya isn't explicitly like talking about Cam, you could see how his death has affected her in every single aspect of her life.
1: Yeah. And I think this could also be both from like our perspectives of losing someone to suicide I think the way that they show it for her is the more realistic way I don't think that it's good to expect someone to just bring them up constantly to people who don't know or like people who did know but like why are you talking about it so much like I think that Degrassi handled it in probably the most like realistic follow through after Cam's death with Maya yeah and even Zig really which will I feel like we'll talk about him but I feel like that also kind of set his trajectory too a little bit into the negative way but yeah I I think that you can see that with Maya and Miles's relationship the entire time
0: yes like I guess I haven't talked about or I haven't mentioned a lot of this yet but like Maya's whole thing is like she's afraid of bad things happening to the people that she cares about yes like I think you see that immediately when like Tristan runs away when he's mad at her in Paris and like she like throws everything like everything that she was planning to do or whatever she's like I need to go find Tristan and save him because she's worried something's going to happen And, like, should Tristan be alone, like, as a 15-year-old in Paris? Probably not. But I think he's capable enough that he, he would probably be fine, right? So, like, Maya having so much anxiety about Tristan and later, especially with Zig, with Zig being homeless and then involved in the gang and stuff. Like, Maya goes out of her way, oftentimes to the detriment of herself and especially with Zig later on that she she's trying so hard to prevent something bad from happening that it kind of makes her go crazy and it often maybe not often but it can lead to in the zig case to bad things happening when she like kind of puts herself in there to stop something bad from happening.
1: Yes, exactly. Like her intentions are there and part of it is, is that I'm sure she's like I don't want this to happen to somebody else that I love, but I'm sure deep down also she's like I don't want this to happen to me again either yes which fair she's like 16 and like even yeah I think her mom also was like you've had a really rough year so like everybody's kind of like aware of what's going on even if it's not being like said specifically
0: yes absolutely
1: (laughs) do you want to talk about her and Miles's like relationship
0: yeah because her and Miles is I think how Maya and Cam's relationship would have been if Cam hadn't died. Oh, you think so? Like, like it's definitely as, like, tumultuous. Well, Mm -hmm. I guess Maya and Cam weren't super tumultuous in terms of, like, Cam's mental health issues. Yeah. Until he died, of course. But Maya and Miles is very much, like, Miles is very troubled in this season Mm -hmm. and at first Maya wants nothing to do with him once she finds that out because she's like I can't do this again yeah but then of course she's drawn to him because he's cute and charming and I think part of her is also like maybe not like I can fix him but a little bit like she can help him through his issues in a way that she wasn't able to do with Cam
1: absolutely I also think that she just genuinely liked him. Like, like watching them, I don't know if their actors were like friends in real life, but I could definitely see them having like a genuine relationship like with each other. Like the way that they read their lines together and like I don't know if there's any improv or anything, but it just seems like it's very natural for the both of them. And like I know often I give you crap because I'm like, I don't see any chemistry. Like with them, I think they genuinely just like enjoyed being around each other.
0: Yes, for sure.
1: And I liked that a lot. And I also liked the buildup. It did take a while for them to finally get together. I think it was like a good 17 episodes before they finally had their first kiss.
0: Well, that's because Zoe was getting in the way half the time.
1: Yeah, Zoe's so annoying. And Tristan. Tristan was a little bit in the way too.
0: Yes, but not maliciously.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. But like for Maya, I was like, I'm not going to do that if you like him. And like eventually he was like, you're good. Yeah, right, right, right but yeah so it was so annoying um <laughs> and then it was keeping them apart
0: but yeah in terms of like when i was first watching the season i was very much like why is my and miles a thing because like she should not be dating anybody she should be like healing herself after cam but now i do see like they do work well together I do think neither of them were in a place where they should be dating, for sure. Like Miles needs to deal with all of his dad things. Maya needs to deal with all of her trauma. But mm-hmm. I do think that in principle, they would be a very good relationship for each other when they are in a good place.
1: Oh yeah, I totally agree. Because even though both of them were not, they should not have been in a relationship with each other like at that time, I think the buildup to it allowed them to like be friends and like figure out who they are in like that sense and like even though maya felt like okay maybe it is time for me to be in a relationship maya's just had too much going on i really do think it would have worked out if he just didn't have that much with his like all those issues with his dad like right then so i don't know if it's really that much on maya like but degrassi also loves to give one character a lot of stuff and then once they solve it they give the other character a lot of stuff so once he fixed his dad's stuff Zig moved it like there was no (laughs) no chance it was not happening
0: (laughs) yeah yeah like the Miles relationship kind of served two purposes how I see it is that like it was just generic kind of Degrassi relationship drama like they had the whole love triangle with Zig blah 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 but then the other part was like kind of the follow-up to Cam, where Maya is dating another troubled boy and she's kind of navigating that situation once again. Like, Miles is 100% a foil to Cam in that sense.
1: Like, especially,
0: Mm -hmm. like, this is jumping ahead, but, like, in in the Western dance, when, like, Miles, like, brings a fake gun to Zig, and Maya is very much like, I can't be with somebody who scares me again, blah, blah, blah. So that's very much, like, showing... The whole Maya is repeating the same behaviors that she kind of had with Cam, and now she's kind of realizing that that isn't a healthy thing for her.
1: Yeah, which I think is a big character thing for her because I think if she had met Miles even like a little bit earlier, I think she would have stuck it out. Even though they did break up, get back together, break up, get back together, get break up, get back together like four times. I think the intention was there for her to genuinely be like I need to rethink like what this is about. Like what am I doing? Like this isn't safe for me. This isn't healthy for me. Like he never was abusive towards her, but the actions that he like did towards other people were like enough. I think for her to be like, "All right, like obviously you're not okay." And it's true, like he was not okay. Right. But it wasn't really addressed outside of her being like you scare me like you are spontaneous but like not in a good way and like all this stuff but we didn't really like look into that either for him not in this season
0: so what do you mean like look into Miles's like self-destructive behavior
1: no I mean sorry I mean more like He didn't address like he is also having like mental health issues. I feel like like, him thinking that it was okay to like hold a gun to Zig's head was like insane and him to be like I'm gonna tell the school on Zig was also like Peter shit. Like he was literally just being Peter. Right. Right. (laughs) And we know Peter was also not okay.
0: (laughs) Well I, I think they framed those things as not being good for Miles to do.
1: Yeah but then they didn't like expect him to like do anything after that like he didn't like change like he didn't like be like oh maybe I should like talk to somebody about this
0: okay right like yeah I guess it's kind of like the long game that they do with Miles where like in this season they are just kind of introducing us to him being kind of fucked up and how he acts as a fucked up troubled guy rather than like kind of healing him through that which they do later on
1: Yes. No, you're absolutely right. Like, it is a long game, because I know later on they do do try to, like, help him out. Yeah. But in this one, Maya just spends most of her time being like, you're not okay. Like, please stop. Like, I don't want to date you.
0: (laughs) Yes. And, like, I think part of why, like, they're so on and off, like, they get back together, like, three different times, is because she realizes that he's not okay, so they break up. But then... They get back together because she's super into him. And again, there's kind of, I think that part of her that is still like, I could maybe help him through those issues and prevent something bad from happening, like what
1: happened with Cam. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else for Maya and Miles? I
0: guess just more like Maya's mental health. A bit more specifically like I, again i might have kind of organized this a bit oddly <laughs> because so far i've only talked about the build up to Maya and miles but again like kind of the kind of the whole season is maya kind of trying to prevent bad things from happening or like stopping people from like hurting themselves like with basically everybody We already talked about Miles and Zig a little bit with Tristan. Well, especially with Tristan later on with the teacher and even with Zoe a little bit, like even though Zoe was so awful to her, Maya still kind of goes out of her way to help her when Zoe is going through all of her sexual assault stuff. And so I wanted to show a scene that I think you already referred to earlier. It's in the the first episode of the season and it's where maya is talking to katie just about like people leaving her
1: you'll them packing for soccer camp yeah pretty much mom said you were upset yeah i felt bad for what i said to her and i realized that i'm lucky to have the parents that i do so are you gonna be okay without me here this summer of course i will just i don't know everybody leaves me you Tristan Tori maybe one day I won't get left behind <clears throat> your father and I
0: have been talking about Paris yeah This year has been awful for you. And we don't feel very good about keeping you here when you have this amazing opportunity. You have to promise to follow the rules and the curfews. I expect at least a B plus in the course. You email me once a day and you phone three times a week minimum. Promise.
1: Are you saying I can go? Yay, I can go!
0: (laughs) So love to see Happy Maya. Always love to see her being excited. But the main thing that I just wanted to bring up again was when Maya is talking about people ab- abandoning her and she says like, you, Tori, Tristan. And then she has like a very long pause. And it's like, you know that pause, she's just thinking about Cam.
1: I wrote that down too. I was like, "This silence is just is just for Cam.
0: Yeah. So this is just kind of showing that this is the start of the season. So it's just kind of showing... Maya's mindset as she goes into all of the situations that she ends up in for the rest of the season that like she's afraid of people like leaving her whether purposefully or not and that's why she like kind of goes crazy in a lot of the her trying to protect people and next season we can see how her doing that constantly kind of ends up taking a toll on her so that's something to look forward to or (laughs) maybe not look forward to.
1: <laughs> 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 I know what you meant.
0: Yes but yeah anything else about Maya or Maya and Miles?
1: I guess just like overall besides like the outside life that like Miles has I think that their relationship was very high school like a lot of making out like so much making out this season I was like why is everybody making out so much I'm like I feel like they did not make everybody make out that often in other Degrassi or but whatever and just I don't know were you surprised by like the how they broke up like for the final time I mean it was like when they were like in the process of getting back together and then Miles at the trial was pretty much going to be outed for like almost cheating on her and he like didn't tell her and then he was like saying that Winston like screwed him over and like went behind his back even though he literally had to say because he was in court like it just kind of was like a weird way to end things.
0: Yeah I guess it was a little weird because I remember like in the episodes after that party Maya kind of had a had an idea that something happened between Miles and Zoe. Yeah. So it was a little weird that like when she finds out actually what exactly it was that she's like so surprised by it because she kind of already knew.
1: (laughs) Yeah I just was shocked that because he even like going up to it he's like I don't know how Maya's gonna react blah, blah. I was like why wouldn't you talk to her before the trial then? Yeah. Like, why did you let her find out in front of literally everybody? Like, what was the deal? I don't know. That was kind of a weird way to break up for me. I figured maybe they should just, like, not let them get back together for the millionth time, but instead they did it like that.
0: Yeah, I think they just wanted, like, a clean break. And I think they also kind of wanted to emphasize Maya versus Zoe again. Okay. A little bit.
1: Yeah, which makes sense. I just, like, Maya and Miles dated way longer than I expected. Yes. Like, really long time. And, like, I, again, I don't remember what happens next season too much, but I do obviously know that Tristan and Miles, like, get together. I'm just so shocked that, I mean, I know that Tristan and Maya are not friends at the end of the season either. This just, like, seems like, why are we doing this? Why are we putting Miles and Tristan together? Like, stop. He just dated this girl for so long, and now, come on. I don't well, know. Well, we
0: could go into Miles himself now, if you want.
1: Yeah, because he's got a lot of issues. That I, I want to pick apart.
0: <laughs> okay, let's do it. Okay, so Miles Hollingsworth third. <laughs> so, again... We are introduced to Miles as kind of a rich bad boy who has a very troubled relationship with his father. He first meets Maya outside the concert where he offers her some weed, then he sneaks her in through the back. When Maya goes to his mansion, uh, his dad is having a campaign party and like he gets yelled at by his dad for whatever reason. So he ends up jumping into the pool in his like, I guess, prep school boy clothes, (laughs) I don't know. And so this is kind of our introduction to Miles. And then over the next couple episodes, uh, we see Tristan develop a crush on him. We kind of see that Miles is generally a good guy where like he accepts Tristan being gay, where he's kind of okay with having been kissed by Tristan. And then he helps Maya find Tristan when he goes missing. And then that's kind of the Paris arc. And then there's the whole build up to Maya and Miles getting together that we just talked about. but in in that, we also have the whole fake drugs episode where miles and Tristan are on the basketball team, but Miles wants to like get the starter position or whatever, so Tristan gives him fake drugs telling him that they're steroids because. Miles really wants Starter to impress his dad because his dad is kind of ribbing on him like, oh, you need to be the best, so you need to be Starter. When Miles finds out that they're fake, he gets pissed, then realizes that he ended up getting the Starter position. He realizes that he got that all on his own, so he kind of thanks Tristan for his help. Okay, from there, Miles and Maya get together, and Miles and his dad, like, they're, they're always kind of at each other's throats, but they kind of start fighting a bit more when his dad finds him and Maya skinny dipping in their pool and the campaign for Miles's dad's mayor thing starts getting a bit more serious so his dad kind of starts yelling at Miles a bit more. Miles initially tries to make it work but he catches his dad having an affair with his campaign assistant at which point Miles cannot bring himself to pretend that his dad is being a good person when, like, doing interviews and such, especially when he finds out that his mom knows about the whole situation. So he's like, This whole family is a sham. Like, I want nothing to do with it. So he kind of runs off to Maya and confides in her, all of his feelings. And it's at this point that they exchange, I love yous for the first time. Miles is still mad at his dad, however. So when his dad, like, leaves for some business trip overnight, He decides to throw a party. Drew is his babysitter since Drew is working for his dad at this point. So Miles kind of has a whole scheme to distract Drew for the night and he throws a whole rager at his house. He was supposed to just have a quiet night in with Maya. So Maya gets mad when she realizes that he's only throwing a party to piss his dad off. So Maya runs off from the party and it's at this point that drunk Miles almost ends up hooking up with a drunk Zoe. But when he realizes that he almost cheated on her, he runs off to Maya to apologize to her. Maya does not accept his apology and kind of like tells him off for just kind of going at his dad um, instead of dealing with it in a more healthy way. And so when his dad returns, he takes responsibility for the party. It kind of helps their relationship a little bit. From there, we then have the whole thing where like, Miles is trying to stop Maya from finding out about the whole Zoe thing at the party. He makes a big gesture with the basketball guys to sing an apology at the talent show. Maya forgives him. There's the whole thing where he and Winston become suspects in Zoe's assault case for a hot minute. Blah, blah, blah. Miles ends up actually helping out Zoe towards the end. Yeah, so just basically a ton of Maya and Miles things Later on, also Maya, Miles, and Zig things, which we will get to later. But that's pretty much the crux of Miles and his dad.
1: Okay, so one thing that I do like that kind of pops up often and is sometimes from Maya, sometimes from, like, Miles' mom, is, Miles, stop making things worse. Literally stop. Just, like, stop <laughs> Stop giving your dad a reason to like be mad at you. And like obviously it's not just like that easy, but they make great points. (laughs) And I feel like I also agree. I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? Like the skinny dipping thing. And also, if I was Maya, I think I would have dumped him after that because he she was like, You told me nobody was here. And he was like, oops. It's like, holy shit, I would have been so mad.
0: Well, so here's how I feel about the whole like, Miles, you should make an effort with your dad. It's that even when he does make an effort, it's not enough. Mm -hmm. So it's like, he can't win no matter what he does. So it makes sense that like, if he's never gonna be good enough, no matter what he does, that he's just going to piss his dad off because he's being a dick to him like his dad is being a dick to him so he's gonna be a dick back you know
1: yeah but then he also can't be like I obviously like I'm not trying to blame Miles like Miles is absolutely like the victim of what we see later on is like an abusive father but currently like he's not physically abusive like he is cheating on his wife and when he finds out I really do think the only reason his dad gets off his case is because he calls him out for the affair like that's it that's the only reason But I do think, like, Maya did have a point with, like, being mad at him about the party. She's like, if you really want things to be different, like, why are you throwing, like, the biggest party ever instead of just, like, having the romantic night that you promised, you know? Like, he at that point was just doing whatever he wanted and did not care who it affected.
0: Yes, that's absolutely true.
1: Which I feel like is totally why. I Maya got mad at him and, like, I completely understand, personally. I'm like, I would be mad too if I had plans. And then it's like, by the way, your plans are cancelled, actually.
0: Yeah, like, I definitely agree that a lot of Miles' actions are uncalled for, and they do end up making things worse for himself, for sure. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, I do really sympathize with him in that nobody is on his side. Like, Maya is really the only person and like Maya is logical. <laughs> so like when Miles does something maybe out of pocket it's like Maya isn't going to agree with him.
1: So yeah, I also think that they didn't give us enough like background into how bad his father actually is like like did he do stuff in the past? Like is it just being yelled at behind closed doors like what is the extent like I don't know I feel like we don't get enough of what like happened before we met Miles
0: yeah to me it just seems like his dad is always kind of on his case like even when his dad is off screen like in the basketball episode it's like you can see how Miles's dad's opinion means so much to Miles yeah even though he really dislikes his dad, like his approval means everything to him. Mm -hmm. So.
1: Capital D, daddy issues.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And like, we could even see, like it takes a little bit for us to actually see the full family dynamic with the mom and Frankie and Hunter. But like, I think during the first like breakfast scene, I think that we see of the whole family, it's like the dad is putting down Miles to bring up Frankie and Hunter, and that happens in pretty much every single one of those family scenes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it's like there's no way Miles can win because his siblings are clearly the golden children, and he's he's the bad kid that they need to deal with. So it's like nobody nobody's rooting for him. Nobody believes that he could do good for himself. So it's like why should he even try then? And I, yeah. I, really, I really feel for him with that.
1: Yeah, that's true. It is tough. I don't know. I think I just like need to see more. I guess like the affair really like tipped it for me. I was like, all right, this guy speaks shit. But before that, I really was just like, Miles sounds just like a rowdy kid, who's kind of an asshole. But my opinion kind of changed because he really wasn't an asshole to like anybody else. And, well kind of Maya when he like almost cheated on her,
0: and when he called her a slut
1: yeah oh that got me <laughs> oh true yeah he's not helping his own case here I'm not saying his dad should be mean to him but like I it does not sound like he's doing his best either <laughs> oh man that pissed me off I was like okay Eli calm down <laughs> no <laughs> I mean even though he did apologize I still like ugh like how could you want to date somebody after that
0: (laughs) like his relationship with his dad obviously builds over time to the point where it does become physically abusive later on but at this point it's pretty much just kind of emotional or verbal abuse I'd say still not great obviously especially with kind of gaslighting like both of his parents kind of gaslighting him about the whole affair is awful
1: yeah, that was like really strange cuz like I get it from a point of like the mom probably didn't want to talk about it, right? Like that's kind of just the end of it. Like the mom didn't really want to talk about it or she didn't care. And obviously this is very impactful for Miles and like the responsible thing is parents would be to sit him down together and be like, "Here's what's happening. Here's how we're moving forward. What can we do for you?" But neither of them addressed the issue together, which was insane.
0: And I think that's also part of why Miles becomes so codependent on Maya.
1: Yeah, I mean, he even says at some point, he's like, you're the only thing I have, or like, you're the best thing I have, or like something like along those lines.
0: Right. And that's kind of why he like goes to the ends of the earth to kind of try and stay with her. Mm -hmm. Like, and honestly, to the point where later on with all the Zig things, Maya isn't really treating Miles very well at certain points.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, we're like, Maya is expecting Miles to just be okay that like Maya's basically ex-boyfriend is living with her and Miles is just supposed to kind of be okay with that. So the fact that he kind of makes an effort just kind of shows how much he kind of depends on Maya for kind of companionship and like you know positivity in general.
1: Which also kind of makes sense though because he doesn't even have any other friends besides Winston.
0: Yeah and Winston isn't really that great of a friend.
1: No Winston's kind of just like a yes man which I think is kind of interesting because okay so was Miles like going to Degrassi this entire time?
0: No Winston was though.
1: Okay. So it kind of gives me, like, Declan vibes, but Declan used his money, like, in a different way. Like, Declan definitely bought, like, friendships and stuff by being like, let's have a party, like, let's do this, like, blah, blah, blah. But eventually Declan ended up, like, being popular and having friends. Like, he did it the right way. Miles, it doesn't seem like he has any interest in, like, getting friends. He's kind of just, like, okay with it just being Maya and, like, Winston and, like, Tristan occasionally.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. And then he kind of he he gets Maya he gets Maya gifts when he fucks up, in the same yeah. way Dad gets him gifts when he fucks up.
1: <laughs> yeah, and even with I mean when I, when he left the basketball team because of the whole Zoe thing, like I think that was absolutely the right move. But it also shows that he doesn't even have a connection to like that. Like he like was like yeah, or he at first was like really into basketball and then was like yeah I'm I'm leaving. Um, I think that this was really shitty, which was, like, good. That that was a good thing to do, but we did not see, like, anybody else do that. So I feel like his only, like, real connection is to Maya and, like, Winston, and that's it. Which is kind of why we don't see him after they break up. Like, I was watching it again, and, like, the only times you really see him pop up is, is, like, when Drew goes to his house.
0: And then later when he gets with Tristan.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so he kind of plays, like, the Peter slash Eli kind of guy where it's like he's got a lot of fucked up issues and he doesn't really have a lot of friends outside of just whoever he's dating at the time.
0: But I think the difference at least compared to Peter is that Miles we do kind of see where he's coming from and why he is the way that he is.
1: Yeah Peter is like his reasons were like barely there.
0: Yeah it was just like his dad ignores him. (laughs)
1: Yeah, his dad his dad sucked too. Look at what happens, dads out there. Get it together. Then your sons have daddy issues and we have to deal with them.
0: (laughs) Go to therapy.
1: (laughs) Yes, that's our recommendation.
0: But yeah, how do you think about Miles and his addition to the show in general?
1: Um it's funny because I was actually thinking about it when I was like, Yeah, here we go. Like pretty white boy main character great like you know it's just he is likable but I just don't know if he does it for me like I kind of wish that we got someone like different like Tristan is different than what we've had pretty much in the past like he dyes his hair he's like very outwardly gay like this is awesome like kind of like Marco but like I think he's more on the, like, I'm gay and, like, it's not my entire personality. Whereas, like, Marco, unfortunately, his only plots were, like, 90% of him being gay. But Miles just isn't, there's nothing, like, about him that stands out. Like, I feel like he, I really thought him and Jake were, like, the same actor for, like, the longest time. (laughs) Like, he's just nothing special to me, I guess. Besides the fact that he's rich you know he's like he's the rich guy who has a lot of daddy issues it's like great now what you know I don't know I think I wanted like something else like zig is doing it for me right now zig absolutely like he's got he's got a lot going on but he's also just not boring I feel like I'm being mean to miles because he ends up being like like the lead character for the next few seasons but yeah.
0: Yeah, I I see what you're saying, at least in this season, because he really only has like that one or two episodes that actually focus on him and his dad. Mm -hmm. Whereas the rest of the time it's basically him and Maya back and forth. So yeah, I do see that point at least for now. I do I do think Miles gets much better in terms of like learning about him and him growing into his own character rather than Miles plus one, like season 14 plus. But yeah, at least for this season, I think his character works at least as a foil to Cam with yes. to
1: Maya. I really am only like thinking about this season because like obviously his character and like the bisexuality, which we don't we've never really seen from a guy character on the show, becomes like a big thing next season, which I think is good. Like obviously we need more representation in Degrassi. But this season specifically, like, it's just, he's rich, he's white, he's pretty, his dad hates him. Like, that's just kind of the, and I was like, all right, like, how can we get creative? And him making out with Tristan in the end of the season was definitely them being like, we need to get more creative <laughs> with this guy. <laughs> what can we do?
0: Yeah, like, we could we could definitely talk more about Miles and Tristan next episode. But yeah, yeah I do think... It was built up a little bit, but it mostly came out of nowhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was watching for it. I was like, okay, this guy's very charming. Like, he's very flirty with, like, everybody. Like, is this going to lead into him being bisexual? Like, maybe the whole dance conversation he had with Tristan was supposed to be hinting at it. Like, unsure. But, yeah, for the most part for this season, Miles didn't really do it. For me, I think that Zig as a male character was more entertaining than Miles was. But that's just my opinion.
0: Let's go on to Zig things.
1: Let's do it.
0: Okay, so Zig is actually not present for like the good first half of the season. Like he's not in the summer episodes at all. And then we only see him once at the very beginning of the school year when Zoe tries to get sleeping pills from him. And that's where we kind of find out that Zig, while while he's been disappeared, has like joined a gang and is now selling drugs. And so we finally meet up with him kind of officially when Maya is put into the rubber room, AKA the remedial room, after writing a song calling for Zoe's death. (laughs) She ends up meeting Grace, uh, edgy, Edgy girl, edgy tech girl, um tiny who is a very tall black boy with a Mohawk. And then she is reunited with Zig. And at first, Maya is like, "I don't deserve to be in this room. I didn't really do anything wrong. And she ends up having to do like an assignment with Zig where like they learn things about each other and then act as the other person. When they like kind of present this assignment, Maya calls Zig out for like not getting over her. And like, you know, kind of fucking up his life because of her or whatever. And then she ultimately like tries to fit in with the other people in the rubber room because she's like, Oh, if I'm gonna be stuck here for a while, I might as well try and make friends. So she enlists Grace to kind of help her out, to kind of change her image, becoming a bit more edgy and goth, and then hang out with them. They pull a prank on her where they like have a fake gun and they tell her to like shoot a fish tank it was kind of funny not gonna lie and she ends up kind of standing up to them and calling them out for like kind of giving into the stereotypes about them about how they're the bad kids and that they only cause trouble and so Grace is impressed by the fact that Maya stood up to them and actually becomes Maya's friend and so this is kind of The first step to Maya and Zig becoming actual friends again, because Maya and Grace are chill and they end up becoming close friends. And since Grace is friends with Zig, this causes the whole group to kind of hang out and Maya and Zig get closer. But first what happens is that Maya cannot find her laptop and she is convinced that Zig stole it. So she ends up following him home from school and she finds out that he has been squatting in an abandoned house, finding out that he is basically homeless. She is concerned for him. And she is kind of initially saying like, oh, this only happened because I stopped talking to Zig. I couldn't keep him out of trouble. So she goes to Miss Grell, who is the rubber room teacher. And Miss Grell like calls social services or whatever, which like freaks Zig out because he's like, I don't want to be in a foster home. That's a bad situation for me. So Maya feels super bad about kind of uprooting Zig's life. So she convinces her mom to let Zig move in to her house. And she also finds out that Zig was kicked out of his house by his mom when it was like Zig was part of a gang and like he didn't sell enough drugs or whatever. So they like came to his mom's convenience store and like robbed them or whatever. So Zig's mom kicked him out. Um, This of course... Causes a ton of problems between Maya and Miles because Miles does not want Maya to be living with one, basically her ex-boyfriend, and two, someone who he views as a troublemaker and a delinquent and a drug dealer and such. So Maya kind of tries to make Miles and Zig get along. Miles does try, but Zig kind of doesn't really want to try. Uh, There's a ton of back and forth And this is when the whole like Miles goes to the school and tells them that Zig has drugs in his locker, whole thing, and this causes Maya and Miles to break up. And because Maya and Miles break up, this causes Maya and Zig to get closer together. And what else happens? There's so much. A bit of time passes. Maya wants to get back together with Miles, but is worried about how Zig is going to feel. So they get together in secret, Maya and Miles. They try to make things work but Zig ends up professing his love for Maya but Maya cannot tell him about Miles. Miles does not want to be the bigger person. There's the whole uh, Wild West dance thing where like Miles ends up fighting Zig and Zig wins so Miles brings out the fake gun and puts it to Zig's head which causes Maya to break up with Miles again. There's also this really uncomfortable scene where Zig calls Maya his sloppy seconds, not a fan of that. What else happens? Yeah, that's most of the love triangle stuff, actually. Do you want to stop there or do you want to continue with the gang stuff all at once?
1: I don't know. Do we talk and well, I guess we could talk about the love triangle stuff.
0: Yeah, so that's that's all the love triangle stuff. The only thing left is the gang stuff, really.
1: Okay. So let's just because I feel like we talked a lot about the relationship with like Maya and Miles. And so I feel like it won't take too much time to talk about Zig and sure. Maya and Miles. Yeah. So yeah, as you said, like, he kind of disappeared and, like, came back. I did kind of like how they brought him back, though. Like, I know he was in that one, like, scene with Zoe and the sleeping pills, but I really like how, like, Maya got put in the room, and, like, I didn't even think about Zig being in there, you know? Like, why would you? And then all of a sudden, he walks in, and I'm like, yes, drama, here it is, and I liked it a lot.
0: Like, I'm kind of torn because on the one hand it does work for Zig to kind of disappear for a while just to come back because it does have that kind of mystery element of like oh what happened to him why is he such a different person from season 12. Yeah. But at the same time they've never really done that with a character before given what we find out did happen like he gets involved in a gang and then he gets kicked out of home. I do think that would have been a compelling storyline to actually see happen. So yeah so I'm kind of like torn between like oh the Paris episodes could have been improved by having Zig be one of the main characters of that section of the season because that would have been much better than anything else that happened in Paris.
1: (laughs) Yeah honestly because like what we know is that Maya did not hang out with Zig all summer because obviously she was in Paris. So like while she was in Paris, he was like fucking around at home doing all this stuff. I just, it was kind of interesting how the entire season though, like Maya does not flop on the fact that she just wants to be friends with Zig. Like there is no romantic interest like whatsoever. Do you think at any point she's lying about it or do you think she's just genuinely like, I'm just interested in being his friend?
0: So I do think Maya is definitely attracted to Zig, At least physically. Yeah, who isn't?
1: Have you seen him? (laughs) Jesus. I'm like, I know I'm old, but like, come on. This guy has to be at least 21 when he's filming these things. I'm like, there's no way.
0: Well, go follow Ricardo Hoyos on Instagram.
1: (laughs) I just might.
0: But in terms of like being romantically into him... I don't think so at any point in this season. I just think Maya kind of gets a little horny around Zig at points. And that's really it in this. I season.
1: I totally agree with you. Also because she's like so stupidly in love with Miles right. the entire time. Like the whole time.
0: Right. Like I'm thinking specifically of when Maya kisses Zig to like make him stay home from the gang yeah she knows that Zig likes her so she's kind of using that to manipulate him a little bit but Mm -hmm. she has no interest in in him whatsoever so I think that's a pretty good indicator that like Maya is not into Zig at all in this season other than like she gets a little horny when (laughs) when his when he's sleepless
1: that's so funny Cause it's so true, yeah. I mean, like, obviously, I'm like rooting low key for Zig and Maya, cause it's like, come on, when is it his time? But it's not this season. No, not yet. I will say though, Zig is not very innocent in this entire thing. Like, they really make it seem like Miles is like 100 like the worst when it comes to the both of them. But we also have to remember, like, Maya is not hearing when zig is saying like oh we live in the same house so like obviously we're gonna hook up and like she didn't hear that from his side and he was the one who started the fight between him and miles like obviously does not give miles the right to pull like a fake gun on him but zig is not innocent in this whole thing
0: and i do think they downplay that a little bit
1: i agree 100 percent
0: Like, they call Miles out for his bad behavior with Zig, but I don't think they really ever called Zig out on his behavior.
1: No, they don't. They just, if anything, they just kind of keep, like, complimenting him. They're like, he's so polite. He's so handsome. Like, he's just, you know, he's just got a lot going on, which, like, between him and Miles, they both have a lot going on. But obviously, Zig's is, like, way more dangerous but I also wonder, though, if Zig is just saying that shit to, like, fuck with Miles. Like, I don't think he, like, means any of it. Like, he says a lot of stuff because his guard is up, but I don't know how much he, like, actually means.
0: Right, but at the same time, like, Miles does make some effort to kind of make nice, but Zig does not at all. So that's where I'm, like, I'm a teeny bit more on Miles' side in that sense, especially, when like yes, I do think Zig does kind of say some things to kind of rile Miles up, but like when he called Maya his sloppy seconds, I was like, Ooh, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no, we're not gonna go there, Zig.
1: Yeah, no, he absolutely should have got decked for that one. That was kind of well, dick. Like but then Maya Maya calls him her sloppy seconds to Zoe. That was also bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're both just bad. They're bad.
0: (laughs) Yes, but in terms of like Maya and Zig's relationship this season, I think for the most part, it's about Maya's like savior complex that we talked about earlier, where Maya is just trying to protect everybody and stop anything bad from happening. That's like the majority of why Zig and Maya are interacting In the season to kind of emphasize that aspect of Maya's character.
1: Yeah, I agree. But I also think that, like, it kind of does work at first in his favor. Like, she gets him the help that he needs. Like, he gets a home. Even if it's with her, like, they try to fix the gang stuff. So, even though her intentions are coming from like a different place, it does kind of work.
0: Yeah, but then, also, kind of at the same time, it's not really her place to help, right? Um, like I at, don't know. At, at this point, at the, at the point where Maya invites Zig to move in with her, they're not really friends again. At that point, they're like talking, but they're not like close. Yeah. So Maya is just kind of helping Zig because she feels bad that in her in her mind, Zig is in this position because she went to Paris for the summer. So she's like, I need to, like, I made this happen. So I need to fix it because otherwise bad things are going to happen to Zig the same way they happened to Cam. Like, yes, her heart is in the right place with trying to help Zig out, but I think she's kind of Thinking more about herself rather than Zeke in this case.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, she does give the kid a place to live though.
0: Yes. I'm not I'm not saying she did bad things. I'm just saying like she's not acting from a place of I need to help my friend. It's I need to help this person who I don't know who's in trouble.
1: Yeah. That's fair. Do you want to get into the gang stuff?
0: I think I had one or two other things. So one thing is, do you remember the scene? I think it is, it's not the Wild West episode. I think it's before that, but it's, it's, it's like the end of an episode where Maya and Zig are in Maya's kitchen after like Maya and Miles broke up, I think. And then Zig says something to the effect of remember when I told you I would wait for you of referencing the scene last season in season 12. Mm -hmm. Because I shouldn't have agreed with you. I should have kissed you. Yes. And that scene is very controversial in the Degrassi fandom. And I wanted to talk about it.
1: That is when I texted you and said, why is Zig so hot? I'm so confused. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) And then <laughs> after, after that, uh, Zig is like, we can't do anything because we live together. And your mom said, no, hanky panky, wink, wink. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So that scene is just very controversial because I think the, the primary complaint is that Zig is referencing a point where Maya was really going through it with regards to Cam And then he's saying, I should have kissed you while you were traumatized.
1: Oh, that's not what he meant. That is not what that boy meant. No, I don't agree. I think that the writers did, if that's like, obviously that should have been like what the writers should have thought of. But I think him saying that right now is just to fuck with Maya.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: Like, and there was no other meaning behind it besides that in my opinion.
0: Yeah, like, this is what I was talking about with, like, at this point, Zig is only making Maya horny.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: And I think that scene is 100% Zig leaning into that. Like, I don't think Zig is being serious when he's saying, I should have kissed you when I said I sh- I was going to wait for you. I don't think he's being serious when he's saying, that's what I think I should have done. Because if you think about that scene, in season 12 Zig is very much like he's traumatized too at that point so I don't think kissing Maya was on his mind at all when that scene was actually happening
1: no not at all
0: he's just kind of like now that he knows that there's like tension going on between him and Maya and then with Miles too he's like kind of feeding into that and being like I know that you're hot for me, so I'm gonna, like, kind of mess with you a little bit and tease you.
1: Exactly. That's all it was. There was no, like, malicious intent behind it. Like, I, that did not, for one second, cross my mind.
0: Yeah, like, I think that the main thing is that he's referencing a traumatizing time in Maya's life, which, like, Was Zig being a little tone deaf by referencing that specific instance? Sure. But I don't think he was like, again, saying, if I could go back in time, I would have kissed you. I don't think he's actually saying that. He's saying, he's saying right here, right now, there's sexual tension between us, but I'm not going to do anything with it because shit is going on between us. (laughs)
1: exactly no he was just like yeah he was not trying to be like malicious and be like I should have taken advantage of your sadness like no come on that that would be awful and then I also think that Maya would have like said something about it then if sure. the, or Degrassi would have written a few more lines about it I think they were just trying to be like zig is hot the end like that's
0: exactly. it exactly <laughs> That's like interesting
1: at, though I didn't know other people like thought that deep into it
0: yeah I've seen people like complain about that scene quite a bit and I'm like I guess technically you have a point but I don't think that should be taken literally
1: yeah I agree I totally agree I did not even think about that okay interesting that is very interesting
0: yes for sure okay last thing before gang stuff Maya and Miles or Maya and Zig?
1: Maya and Zig. (laughs) Even though Maya doesn't like him, though, it's, like, so hard.
0: Yeah, for me, like like I said before, I would, I think I would prefer Maya and Miles if they were together when they were both in healthy places. Yeah. But for Zig and Maya, they just have so much history. They have so much history, even with this just being, like, their third season on the show (laughs) like i i think they have much better chemistry overall and the build-up the build-up to zig and maya i think is one of the best build-ups to a relationship in degrassi because it's absolutely it's so long like it's It's there's so long to do yeah long game for sure okay so final thing zig In the gang. Okay. So, is there anything in the lead up to that? Basically, Zig was in a gang. He got kicked out of his house because of the gang, and now he's living with Maya. (laughs) Okay. Maya tries to plan a school event with the Rubber Room kids because the Rubber Room kids have this reputation, so Maya kind of wants to change that reputation. And the event is like an art show that the Rubber Room kids will like have a little room where they'll display like their talents and like other people at Degrassi could show their talents as well. But while Maya is organizing this, she finds out that Zig is like kind of still involved in Tiny's gang. And she ends up finding a bag of weed in Zig's bag and she ends up flushing it. So when Zig finds out that Maya flushed his weed, he is so afraid because the gang is gonna get him for like not getting the money to them. So Maya ends up like paying Tiny off with like all of her money that she owns. Tiny tells Zig to come meet up for like some gang activity. And Maya is like, no, don't go. And she kisses him to make him stay. Maya kind of gets Zig to kind of stay at her house and away from school such that he doesn't have to interact with Tiny and anybody from the gang. But Tiny ends up finding Zig at Maya's place and he low-key threatens Maya and her home. Because of this, Zig decides to skip town to protect Maya and her family. But when Maya finds out at the whole art show thing that Zig has disappeared, she gets Miles and his dad to help. They meet Zig at the bus station and they're like, Zig, don't do this. We could help you like get out of the gang and such. And they find Zig to get a social worker, Um, for both Zig and for Tiny to help get both of them out of the gang. And Zig also kind of recognizes that the kiss wasn't a real kiss and that Maya was just trying to be a good friend. So the next episode is that Zig is working with a social worker to first like get out of the gang in the first place. Like he gets a job as kind of an excuse to like, oh I have to work so I can't Hanging out with the gang or whatever. So, there's a whole episode where, like, he's working at a restaurant and he doesn't feel respected by the chef or whatever. It's kind of a cute little episode. But from there, he is then working with a social worker to reconnect with his mother. Since, again, his mother kicked him out because of gang activities. So, at first, Zig is like on his way to go meet her at his mom's house but he kind of chickens out and runs away, but the next day they end up meeting at Maya's house, and Zig cooks her a nice meal, and they kind of start reconnecting and rebuilding their relationship. So very cute there for Zig. And then I think the last thing with the whole gang-related stuff is... That Vince, who next season we find out is Tiny's brother. And yes, it is the same Vince who terrorized Drew in season 11.
1: I was going to (laughs) ask. He didn't even look like he aged one bit.
0: No, apparently he went to prison for like 10 months for shooting Adam. Yeah, so Vince shows up and finds Zig and tries to get Zig to start dealing pills again. And he cannot refuse because Vince, again, threatens... Maya and her home. Zoe sees this happen and Zoe is going through it at the time too. So she tries to steal some of Zig's pills and Zig then kind of talks her down from committing suicide with the pills and talking her down. And this kind of leads to Zig and Zoe having a connection, which is an issue in the season finale, which we will talk about in our next episode because that relates a bit more to. Maya versoe. Zoe
1: okay so a lot better this time around with the gang stuff uh sorry Drew that was (laughs) botched I will say I just I think they did a really good job we knew that Drew that not Drew, sorry we knew that Zig was poor from last season when he has the whole thing with buying Tori a present and like his mom owns a store but like that's really all about it with the money thing and then we find out that he was selling drugs out of his mom's store they are a little inconsistent with like what's going on like he's like my parents kicked me out which obviously was a lie now that we know that his mom I mean his mom probably did kick him out but it was because he was selling drugs and then I don't know where Maya at some point is like his whole family's in like Siberia or like Serbia or something I was like what is going on which I guess was also a lie but like I don't know where she got that information from
0: I think his mom is an immigrant from
1: Serbia, right? Serbia or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that makes more sense if his whole family like is in Serbia and like he's okay. But I do like I do think that this makes sense from what we understand is that Degrassi is a city school. Like it is in a city, the kids can walk to school. Like we've seen some of the townhouses, the way that it's built. Like it's not a suburban area so for there to be like blocks with gang affiliations I don't think that's like an unrealistic thing I think it makes sense and it makes sense for Zig to get caught up in it depending on where he lived and like who he's friends with and like we understand that he's friends with Tiny and like all that stuff so I don't know I don't think that it is unrealistic I (laughs) <laughs> i couldn't believe that maya flushed the drugs like everybody was like you're fucking dumb for that
0: <laughs> right and that's that's just an example of like maya trying to protect other people but it ends up kind of blowing up in her face a lot of the time yeah but yes i do think the gang stuff is better done than Drew, and the main reason for that is because Drew was somebody who was being terrorized by a gang which like I don't know if gangs like have grudges for random rich white boys. Yeah. (laughs) And in this case Zig is somebody who is in the gang itself and he's kind of dealing with the politics of that and we're seeing how it uh, is affecting him in his life. Yeah. So that's why I think the gang stuff is better done here than in season 11. But I do think there is still an issue in that most of this gang stuff is still told from Maya's perspective.
1: Um, I guess, yeah. I think that they want to keep some like, I don't know how to say the word, amnosity. that's not it. Ambiguity maybe just kind of like in the sense of they don't want to like go too far into it because I don't think they want to fuck it up again to be honest I think obviously like it would be better if it was from like his point of view or from like Tiny's point of view but I think him going off and doing whatever he's doing and them not showing it is probably just better like I think they just like won't cross any lines that are incorrect and like won't advertise things you know like because the whole point of like a gang is like it provides like a sense of family to like kids who don't have it and even though you have to sell drugs like they're there for you and they support you so there's like obviously it's not a good thing but they set it up I think in a way that was fine like I don't think they could have gone more into it and then it just would have been something that Degrassi would have probably had to fix later
0: I think everything you described happens in season 14
1: oh so then okay so then what what do you mean Do you want to see more they do it anyway
0: well <laughs> from the sense of like we mostly see how Maya is reacting to Zig's involvement in the gang rather than seeing how Zig is feeling about kind of being a target of the gang
1: I think that Zig would have just continued being in the gang if Maya didn't bring it up that it was bad. But like, like, I don't think he had any issue with being in it until Maya made it an issue.
0: Um, I think he kind of always wanted out.
1: Well, he, he said that he had the opportunity to go out when his mom was like, "You need to leave the gang," and he was like, "And I didn't."
0: Well, I think <laughs> at that point he couldn't. I'm in- just
1: saying, like, I think the whole point is that he didn't have, I mean, maybe he like did want out, but also he didn't like make any efforts and or I, I don't know. It's kind of one of those things where I guess like maybe it would have been good to get more of his point of view, but I don't think that they, like if they do it in season 14, then what would they have put in season 14?: I guess that's true. <laughs> Sorry. I totally forgot that they do anything in season 14.
0: Yeah, like Vince is only in like that one scene in this season, but he is a bigger player next season.
1: Did they bring up in the Netflix special that Tiny like did any of this? No, right? No. They just pretend like he never was involved in gang activity?
0: I think they reference it a couple times, but it's not really a part of Tiny's character
1: really. Okay, cuz so I was like this is the same Tiny, like obviously. But I was just like, wait a second. I I forgot that he was involved in this shit with Zig. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's not really from his point of view. But at least next season, they do make it from his point of view, right?
0: Yes. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I guess my problem with like it being mostly from Maya's perspective is that it seemed like a little silly with like, Mai is the one who flushed the drugs now she's kissing Zig to like stop him from going to the gang like it it like, seemed a little a little silly in that sense in that like Mai is the person who's like making Zig's actions rather than like Zig kind of making decisions for himself.
1: I think that goes into the whole like I don't think he cared about being in it as much as Maya cared about him being in it
0: yeah maybe a little bit
1: like it was kind of of the situations where like obviously it did need to be fixed like I fully support him not being in a gang I'm not trying to. I'm not like pro gang yeah (laughs) but I also like get where he's like this is just how my life is right now and like this is just how it's gonna be and she's the one that was like her life is stable enough for her to realize that his life is not good. Where for him, he's kind of just like, the people around me are doing these things. So like, why wouldn't I do these things too? Not that like, he needed Maya to like see this, but I think he did need the supports that Maya provided in order to get out of it at the time. Even though it is kind of like, give a little white savior to it.
0: Yes, for sure. Because the whole reason that zig doesn't skip town is because like miles's dad gets like him a social
1: worker which is so weird but whatever yeah i don't know anything else for that
0: i think that's it for me only the only last little thing i wanted to mention was i i really liked the rubber room and like that whole setting and those characters a lot
1: Yeah it's it's definitely different and from like a teaching perspective I thought it was kind of interesting because we have a program called like alternative education which I guess would be probably the closest to like what this is and it's funny because the alt the alt ed kids don't really have the rep of like being dangerous or being like violent it's more of just like things in their life are affecting their schooling so they need a different environment in school and I feel like that's kind of like exactly how they promote it in Degrassi like they're like these kids even though they have like the rumors of them being violent and being like just like quote-unquote bad kids These Maya spends a lot of time trying to prove that they're like not at all yes
0: and like she calls them out that but- For, like, you guys aren't like this, but you're acting like this because of your reputation, which enhances your reputation. (laughs) So Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's the thing, too, is that a lot of the kids in, like, my school that are in alt ed also are just, like, characters. Like, they are just interesting people that some, unfortunately, have, like, shitty lives. And, like, that's kind of what we see from the remedial room kids as well like we know that like zig shitty life tiny in a gang like grace we don't know why she's there just yet but we end up knowing that it's because she's like like what debilitating disease (laughs) yeah that's slowly killing her (laughs) but maya being added does kind of add up like it does make sense like the trauma that she endured from her boyfriend like killing himself and then her making a death threat and her getting into a fight and her like these things really did add up for her to absolutely be in this room. Even if she thought she wasn't supposed to be.
0: Well, I do think it's fucked up that Maya got put there for like a stupid song, but Zoe didn't have anything happen to her for the cyberbullying. But we'll talk about that next time.
1: Oh, I have a lot of thoughts about that one. Trust me. Trust me. But also you can't sing a death threat at school. Sorry.
0: <laughs> it wasn't a real death threat.
1: It does not matter, Jasper. <laughs>
0: though we had it coming I don't care
1: oh my god hey I agree I am not a fan of her
0: but yeah I thought the rubber room was like such a great addition because even just from the point that it introduces a different perspective that we usually don't get to see in Degrassi in terms of like kind of troubled home live kids like I feel like we haven't really seen that since like Sean or Alex Maybe a bit with Casey, but they kind of dropped that once he and Jenna got pregnant. But, yeah,
1: yeah, he would have <laughs> been in that room real quick.
0: <laughs> yeah, but really, I don't think we've really seen characters like this since like Sean, Jay, Alex, way back when.
1: Absolutely, I agree.
0: And honestly, Maya's, okay. Maya's friendships with these characters are so much better than her friendships with the others, so... <laughs>
1: Yes that's what I meant like when I go back to talking about Miles I'm like he really like did not do it for me like there were just so many other interesting characters in the season at least when it comes to like this group that we're talking about.
0: Yeah like Grace is such a fun character.
1: Yeah I like her a lot in this season. Yes. Okay anything else?
0: I think that is all I got for now.
1: I think you did a very good job with how you broke up this. Because that really, there is so much overlapping. There's so many little plots. Like, I think you did a good job.
0: Thank you. Season 13 is a whole fucking mess.
1: (laughs) I know. And then now, we're not even like, we're not even halfway through. We only did two episodes so far. Yeah. (laughs) So our next one, we're going to be talking about Tristan, Zoe, Winston and Frankie so I don't think it's gonna be as long as this one but also who knows because Zoe is a freaking mess leading up to certain things
0: (laughs) I'm not a Zoe fan I'm sorry
1: (laughs) no I'm not either not at all no 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 but we'll get there next next time
0: yes so thank you for listening and we will see you next time for Tristan and Zoe, two two characters who you now know we love so much. So
1: <laughs> Jasper's favorite characters.
0: <laughs> Winston and Frankie are okay. They could be a cute little introduction to lighten things up.
1: Yeah, they're they're fine. No issues for me.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. See you next time.